Gamers and gamettes out there, I am Mr. Mike, and you are listening to the Games Attack Audio Cast here on Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 459, as I call this one, only one. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Welcome everybody to the Games Attack AudioCast, the only one podcast to rule them all because all I do is talk about video games on this podcast. I don't talk about sports, movies, working out, what I'm doing. That's why I got that other podcast for. This one, I only talk about one thing. I don't talk about food, unless if it's gaming food. If there is gaming food... Sure, I might talk about that, but otherwise, it's all about the game! And only the game. And there is only one game that I've been playing for the past week, so uh, I'm going to leave that up to the last thing to talk about. So, um, we're going to kick this podcast off in a new, different direction, because it's going to be probably shorter than most uh because <laughs> there's not much to talk about but i do got a handful of game news stories i would like to talk about and i really 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 would like to um talk about them oh come on mario i know i know it's been dead it's been a dead dead um year but why don't we get into the game's news as we kick off the game's news from the past week yeah here we go so yeah like i said it's been a dead year and it's been coming I, I hope people are ready for it. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people are still going and going on social media and all this complaining, going, Where's all the games at? Where's all the games? They promised us games. You should get them. Come on. They had all these year, months and years to make these video games. Where are they? <laughs> and then you hear people crying and complaining. What? They pushed back another game? Oh, I hate Xbox. I hate this council. I hate this. Oh, they pushed back a game again. Oh, they're trying to make it better, but fuck them. You want to play it? No. (laughs) Oh, that's all I've been hearing. Oh, Microsoft's in trouble. Oh, Sony's in trouble. Oh, Nintendo's in trouble. They haven't even announced any new games or anything during the summer of Keeley or the former E3 or nintendo directs or anything what the hell's going on in the gaming verse what are they doing over there sticking their fingers up their asses or something i don't know (laughs) okay we got a lot of shit going on in the world even i can admit that you know you still got that so-called covid even though 
knock on fake wood, I still haven't had it yet. Even though I've been out there, you know, not as much as other people, but I've been out there. So how come I don't have it and all these other people are getting it? That's another story for another podcast. I got my theories on that one. But, you know, you still got the COVID out there. You still got people scared to go into offices to actually do work. Because back in the day, before this whole remote work uh, business uh, antics has come up, you know, because people said, oh, if we were able to work remotely before i just want to remote remote work remotely forever now i don't want to go back into an office okay uh here's the thing folks uh that's what work is you go somewhere to work not everybody gets the a chance or the ability to work at home and then you got a few studios that do harsh crunches and stuff because they don't have enough people or whatever's going on i don't know business wise whatever then you got all the other stuff going on like a war still going on i think between russia and ukraine whatever you got high gas prices so that's another reason why people don't want to go to work or they can't afford to because you know biden and co is uh drastically always making things worse but that's another podcast for another time but affects the gaming industry and everything else around the world going on you know plane flights been canceled this that i hear it all i hear it all and then you got you know game developers keeping it tight keeping it uh real trying to make sure the games that they're making they're being cautious and what they're up putting out and stuff and they're trying to make them the best they can so you know you know and and it's a hard thing to balance and i don't know how the companies work internally like microsoft which you know microsoft xbox game studios has all these other studios underneath it and for the longest time we only seen a few games you know trickling out from some of those studios and it's like what's the rest of the studios doing again why is it taking these guys so long to make games and then you hear a whole bunch of stuff you hear that they're always understaffed and overworked that uh there's creative differences going on between people and all the stuff you can hear and you know everything all that stuff and everything else plays into that whole thing of This is why we don't have any new video games. Plus, like I said, we're coming out of the COVID effect still, slowly but surely. And a lot of these games were being made during the COVID effect, or tried to be. And then when studios had to shut down and people couldn't work on them and stuff, you know, you had a lot of that uh, problems and issues of uh, trying to get out games and such. So, I, you know... I can feel for a lot of these people in these studios, but, you know, I think it's the the job of the management to start cracking some whips and, you know, a little bit, you know, nice little whoosh, whoosh, nice light whipping and try to get these studios back in order and focus on what they ha- have to do, want to do, and get out some good games, hopefully for next year and stuff, but... You know, times have changed, the landscape has changed, everything has changed, and um, that's why you got Microsoft and all these big companies now trying to 
collect all these littler companies trying to buy them out and stuff and you know microsoft trying to buy still currently uh activision blizzard and stuff and sorry i'm trying to move my microphone here because somehow i'm hearing some weird feedback and i'm trying to move it to a nice position so i don't get that weird crackly feedback it might just be me Uh, it might just be me but still um yeah there's a lot of things going on and like i always say to people i hope you have a backlog of some games to play in the meantime before waiting for your game to come out, which could be any time between now and the future of futures. Uh, for me, I still got a nice big backlog that I want to play and a lot of games that I, 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 pl- I dabble in, but I never complete. And then I uh, eventually I'll go back to them. But, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm really good on video games still. And there's so many games out there that I'm sure a lot of people haven't played yet that you can you can find something, I'm sure. And then there's oh, there a lot of fun games. You don't have to have a new game coming out every single month. But I guess people do because people have it's short attention span. That's the thing. That's what I hear all the time. Short attention spans. And that's true. A lot of this, these people in the world now have these short attention spans. And that's why things... Don't get done the way they get done, and that's why things are rushed. That's why games come out. They're played very quickly. They're gone. You know, things that I don't do, you know, I'm playing. I'm on chapter. I'm going to be on my chapter on my episode 9 of uh, Yakuza Like Me as I continue my playthrough through Yakuza Like a Dragon. And, man, i I just been... You know, taking my time, enjoying the game, enjoying the side quests, having some fun. And that's what I do. That's what I do. Not everybody's like that. Everybody's like, I gotta hurry, 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 hurry. I got a friend. He plays games. And every time I see him playing games, he's always just playing and playing. And he'll play from morning to night. You know, not doing anything else in his life, I guess. I don't know. I'm not gonna, not gonna judge. But, and... You know, he beats the game and goes on to the next one and the next one. Sometimes I like to, you know, milk a game. Sometimes I like to play other games and jump off a game. You know, sometimes I'll play a game, not finish it, and never go back to it, you know. Or I'll come back to it years later. You know, that's that's how I am. I'm weird like that. Now, the next game that I will officially be getting, I guess, I think it's going to be Splatoon 3, but I think... I don't know if that's coming out later or what, but there's supposed to be something else, like a remake or something. I forget what it was. I know there's that Saints Row game, that new one. I don't know when that's coming out, but I hear a lot of a lot of uh, inside talk stating that uh, that Saints Row game might go to Game Pass. Might, Microsoft might drop a truckload of cash at the doorstep of uh, of. Uh, Oh, who's making it? <laughs> Let's just say the major company in the Embracer Group, <laughs> the Embracer uh, uh, comp- underlings are making that game. So, uh, you know, Microsoft could drop them a sack of cash or two and take on a little bit of Game Pass deal there. I don't know. I'll definitely play it if it's day one on Game Pass. Uh, I just downloaded another game that I think just came out or was out, and it just came out now on Xbox, and it's on Game Pass now. And I've seen other people play it. I'm like, eh, I'll check it out. 
Uh, power washing simulator? Power washing simulator? Yeah, yeah. I tried Lawnmower Simulator. That that game sucks. That game's ooh, bad game, bad game. But the power washing simulator uh, game seems pretty interesting. It seems pretty cool. It's it's a load of bullshit because you're just doing a regular work and stuff. I could take my real power washer and actually power wash and actually do that for reals. But, you know, this one's just a little fun-based thing, and I'll, I'll dabble in it, I'll play it for a bit, and then I'll, I'll, I'll drop it and quit it, you know? And that's what's good about having it on Game Pass. I can play a game for a bit, see if I like it. If I do, I'll keep playing it. If not, I'll just drop it and not have to worry about it. And I didn't have to spend 50 60 dollars on the game and worry about all the other bullshit. And then, like I said, I am going to be getting my... Um, uh, whatchamacallit, I will be getting my uh, Splatoon 3 in on uh, when September comes, and I, I cannot wait to do that as well. That's going to be awesome. Splatoon 3, folks. Uh, that is something that um, I've been uh, hoping for. You know, I should always put this <laughs> show notes on this side of the screen. I got two giant, I know this isn't game news yet, but I got two giant screens. I got my main screen to look at all the show news and the news and all the other stuff. I got the second screen where I have my little control panel on so I could see the levels and adjust stuff and push on and off a recording. I got my Steam Deck down here. And then I got my show notes, which is on the second screen now, which I should have just kept on there because it fits nice and lovely, lovingly on the other side of the control panel because I got plenty of screen real estate. And I just thought of that now. <laughs> wow. Uh, anywho, yeah, I'm not worried. There's always going to be games coming out. Just be patient. And if you feel like you're not getting your money's worth with any of your subscription services like Game Pass or something, then just don't pay for it until it's you know got some stuff for you. You know they're not going to care. They'll know you come back. Me, I just got Game Pass Ultimate all the time, even if I get games or not, you know, but I have it because I like it, you know, and plus I want to keep all my gold games that I got because, you know, all the 360 games aren't going to be coming through down the road, so yeah. So in games news, we got a few handful of titles here we could talk about. Uh, Sony has finally completed its $3.7 billion deal to acquire Bungie. And uh, welcome into the PlayStation family. But even though this deal means that they own um, Bungie, uh, the studio will remain a multi-platform studio, apparently, uh, with the option to self-publish and reach players where they choose to play. Now, is that different from what Microsoft says, where we'll do multi-platform and they mean just PC and Xbox, maybe Switch on occasion? Or does this mean... Oh, they'll put these. They Bungie could still put games on uh, Xbox and stuff like that on top of PC or Switch if they want to. I don't think they ever put a game on Switch, but I wonder. I wonder. Is this just because micro or Sony's like okay, we just want to make money? That's why we're starting to put these games on PC because people demand it and people don't want to buy our ultra expensive console that's super huge and super expensive and as loud as fuck and all the other stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just did it because they they said, hey, we want to be still open as a studio. We want to be just under the regime to put out games for that regime. And we want to keep it open. So if we want to make 
multiplayer games, a.k.a. multi-platform studio, because you can make big, giant, open-world multiplayer games and such, hence, hence, microtransactions, all the other stuff, maybe they want to do that. And to self-publish and stuff, yeah, that's great, too. That's great, too. But I'm sure Sony's going to also have them do some internal stuff and all that stuff. We'll see over time on what that states for people that have games like... uh, 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 what's that game called? Destiny and stuff like that. I don't know if they're still making more Destinies or what their plans are for that. But stuff like that and other future games that I guess Bungie's, uh, Bungie's, uh, creating, uh, did confirm Destiny. Okay. So I guess I'm looking at this, uh, there's nothing else in the news about this stuff, but I guess in Destiny 2, I guess there was an Easter egg for a hint at the next game that Bungie's working on. I don't know. Is that Destiny 3? <laughs> um, anywho, yes, Sony has completed that purchase. $3.7 billion. Seems like a, a lot for that studio, but I could be definitely wrong on it. You know, prices gone up. Prices have gone up for a lot of studios. Look at Microsoft. They're paying what? Um, forty billion more, more than forty billion on Activision Blizzard. Was it eighty billion or was it forty billion? I think it was like forty something billion. I forgot. That was a little while ago. But eventually, yes. And then you know you got the EU looking at it and everybody else. But here's the thing: Why does any of these giant, you know, governments have to look at anything about this? I think the games industry is the one industry they can actually leave alone on this whole thing of oh we can't have these companies become bigger because they're gobbling up all these other video game companies. Because in the video game industry, which these so-called governments and old people don't understand. It is a thriving business, meaning people can leave their, these studios after they're purchased, take their big bags of cash, make their own internal studios, and make new ones. And they've been doing it for a while. So why, I, don't, I still don't understand why anybody, you know, like you got these Elizabeth Warrens of the world and all these other cockamamie people that don't understand the games industry it's not like the entertainment industry it's not like the internet phone industry out there where you got these big monopolies and stuff that you can't put form new companies that it's hard to own basically impossible to form new companies to have competition in the games industry there is plenty of competition there's new competition coming out all the time that is why there's always tons of games out there and there's new games even if they're little indie games coming out all the freaking time there's a new company sprouting out every time and i'm like what's that company name who's that who what oh okay so i i don't think i think they're just going at it the wrong way and i think you know let Microsoft purchase whoever they want or whenever they want. Let these other companies purchase whoever they want or whenever they want. As long as they're paying them in cash and they're not doing anything nefarious and they're jipping them you know, out of money and stuff, let them purchase them. Because there will always be new companies sprouting out of the weeds. That's, that's another reason. Because the only reason that Microsoft wants to buy Activision Blizzard is for all the properties and content. 
and sure the people that come with it to make the content and properties, but mostly for the properties and content. That's all they're trying to gobble up to get that extra properties and content inside the ecosystem so they can make more games and more and more and more make more money. Which new games are always being formed all the time. New companies are being formed all the time. It is an industry that's self-perpetually maneuvering. So I still don't get why these companies like, oh, they use like, we all look into this. We, and people are like, I'm up in arms about them taking over because I can't get this game on PlayStation anymore because those Xbox fuckers have taken it over and it's on a horrible system that I will never buy because I'm a PlayStation fanboy and I always like to talk down to Xbox. Well, yo, motherfucker, I've been playing PlayStation since you were in diapers or before you were an inch in your daddy's pants. But you know what? I changed I changed to the dark side of the Xbox eventually. And you know what? In the future, if Xbox gets to be a bunch of big shit and bullshit and Sony gets to be better and stuff, I can change too. You know, if Sony made a decent system nowadays with a lo- and they had a good amount of games that they put out on it from their own studios and stuff, I would definitely go and buy one. But I haven't had the need or reason to buy one since the PlayStation 3. And I, ne- and I returned my PS4 because I said the controller sucked, you know, and the system didn't have the games that I wanted. So I returned it. I returned it, and I never decided I ever wanted the PS5. And because I got a nice, beautiful Xbox Series X and a PC and a Nintendo Switch, I'm pretty much covered, man. I'm pretty much covered, especially now that Sony's putting out some of their games on uh, PC slash Steam. Hey, eventually when that Spider-Man game comes out, I will get it too, but maybe I won't pay the 70 fucking dollars I'm sure they're going to want for it. I'll wait till it goes down in price over time. You know, I can wait. I can wait, and then eventually I'll have a Steam Deck. Then I can put that play. Uh, um, then I can eventually play uh, Spider Man on my Steam Deck two or three or something, two point oh or three point oh device. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, yeah. And how did I get to this point? How did I? Because I always talking about the Microsoft or Sony finally purchased uh bungee the the purchase is done but still i i hear that all the time and it's like fuck off government don't you got better things to go after like still our at least here in the united states our whole country still doesn't have decent internet for everybody oh and the phone companies are still monopoly oh and your entertainment industry is all fucked up more than ever and there's still big monopolies in that area but you're worried about the video game industry what it gives what the fuck gives you got people that aren't working or there's supply shortages and all this other stuff going on and they're worried about the damn video game companies fucking priorities man fucking priorities I, oh my god if i could ever have told you a little mr mike saying what the fuck's going on with adults i don't know I'm an adult. I've been an adult for a while now. And all I see is all these other older adults being fucking retarded. Back to the news, people. Back to the news. Other podcast talk. That's other podcast talk. Back to the news. So GoldenEye 007, the long rumored remaster, reportedly in limbo due to the Ukraine war. 
Okay, so apparently um, this game has been uh, delayed due to the result of the Ukraine war. Uh, a remake of the classic Nintendo 64 game is still in limbo because of the war. Though nothing is official. Now, um, I... Now, I, I, I'm i trying to think of why. Is this because the studio is in the place where the war is at? Or what? why Why would this game be in limbo due to the fuck? The fu- <laughs> the fact that there's a war going on. What does that have to do? If the game has been done and it's been tested and all the other stuff, why would it be uh, in limbo? What? Why does it have to do with the war? Why do they say it's because of the war? Golden is still limbo because of the war. One versus one hundreds team led led uh, lead left Microsoft. I don't know what this means for the game. Okay, whatever. Um, but what does that have to do with a war? You know, Nintendo said the same thing about that, uh, what was that war, turn-based war, uh, game that they had on there, uh, I shouldn't remember its name, I knew its name, that Nintendo, uh, oh, Nintendo's turn-based War game. Uh, no. Um, I'm trying to see if I could find it here. Uh, uh, that's still that's still in limbo. I should say that's still not out yet. Uh, oh man, I used to know the game name. Um, Advance Wars. Ah, there we go. Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. Because of recent world events, meaning wars and stuff, that game is in limbo still. Why is that game in limbo? I don't know why. What are they trying to say? Oh, because we got to be nice about this stuff. We got to. We already got a war going on. I don't think people want to play war games. Okay. Um. Really, really. That is just a weak answer right now. Um. People, I think, still will play war. I know I would play war games. I don't know about Advanced Wars because I don't know if I ever liked Advanced Wars, but still, uh, weak weak sauce on that. I don't know. I I don't speak for everybody, but. I think that's a weak sauce. Just like GoldenEye 007. People like that game. What does the Ukraine war have to do with GoldenEye 007, the remake, being delayed? That is just excuses. Just put the game out. If people want to buy it, they'll buy it. If they don't, they don't. If if your studio presides within Ukraine or something, okay, then maybe. Maybe you should get out. No offense, get out of Ukraine or something if you can. And whatever, release the game. I don't know, but it seems like a hard pill to swallow. If you got a game that's been worked on and you already have it ready, you know, the remastered game ready to be put out so you guys can make some money to continue to run your company and you choose to just put it on the table, on the back burner, on a shelf, uh, and wait. That is, to me, stupid. 
we gotta be stop we gotta stop being so sensitive about current events past events future events just put out the games that you make it's not gonna hurt anybody's feelings and if it does those people got other issues because to me if you bombed my backyard right now and you killed all the people around me sure that'd be a devastating thing but it doesn't mean i wouldn't want to play missile command or something the next week or the next day maybe i would like to play that kind of game because it'll keep my mind off my backyard burning down my or my house burning down and all the people that are all uh, bones now outside but we're in this situation where people are like, ah, oh, you can't put it out because of this and that. There's excuses. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I'm not a cruel person at all, but, you know, and, you know, I got some, some, uh, what should I say, a little bit of, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good term here, of uh, caring, but come on. This is a business. Just put it out. It's not going to be in bad taste if you put out a game called Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2. Because not everybody's in a war, people. Not everybody's in a war. No. Current events, not everybody's in a war. People love to play these games. They're going to want to play them. Put them out. 007. Everybody loves James Bond. Or at least most people do. I would like to play some GoldenEye 007, I think. I thought that was an interesting, fun game. Just put it out! People want to play it, they'll buy it, no matter what. I don't get it. It just doesn't make no sense to me. And I, like I said, you know, I feel for other people out there, but if this affects those people and it affects people like you, why do you play anything? Why do you play any video games? If something like this affects you, this is all make-believe, this is all fictitious, this is all for entertainment. Don't let it get to you. Turn your stupid brain and heart off to the game. Just play the game for fun. That's why games are made. Doesn't matter if they have raw sex or murders or you're chopping off everybody's limbs and body parts and you chop off their the guy's dick or something. It's just a game. It's not real life. Stop depicting. Stop making real life and video games one and the same. They're separate things. One's entertainment. One's real life. I can, I can, in my brain, I can adjust that, but other people can't, and it affects them. I don't, I don't understand why it affects them. It's like when people don't, like studios don't want to release a movie because, oh, this happened or that happened. Oh, we can't release this movie. Oh, just like when the the, the Twin Towers fell and they didn't want to release that one Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, what was it called? Uh, collateral damage. Yeah. Which, you know, it didn't do well after anyways, but, you know. Anyways, it was a good movie to me. I liked it. But I had to wait a long time because, oh, terrorism. We can't put out a terrorism movie because everybody's affected by 9-11. And, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, yes, it's horrible. Sure, people died. People you know, family, me too. But it doesn't mean... You put don't put out a movie if people just don't want to see it. They're not going to see it even later, later, later. If you put it out, you know, at least put it out to have some form of entertainment. Maybe they want to get away from that kind of terrorism or something. I don't know. That's how I think. I got an open mind. I got a very big open mind. You know, I enjoy what I enjoy. I don't care what the fuck's going on in the world. You know, if it affects me or not, I don't care. I mean want to be entertained i'm going to be entertained doesn't matter what i watch what i play 
what I do, if I want to be entertained, I don't let the outside world dictate or choose on what I like and don't like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's how I am. Next news story. Oh, boy. (laughs) The Xbox Series X will now run one of the best retro versions of Windows. And that is Windows 98, folks. You remember Windows 98? Holy shit. So Windows 98 with Voodoo Graphics Retro Gaming on Xbox Series X and S. I guess um, um, there's a pure, like, they're using stuff in it. It's I guess it's DOSBox Pure. Like, they're saying, of course, those who just want to run Windows 98 games, there are probably better options. You can install RetroArch and DOSBox Pure on regular Windows, Mac, and Linux. I don't know. Um, I think I'd rather use Windows 98 because a lot of games didn't work on DOSBox Pure and and uh and other stuff so you know like three dirty dwarfs i still want to play that game i can't play that game because it doesn't work on anything i got the game on cd for computer for pc it don't work on the pc they don't make they didn't make it for anything except the sega saturn but i don't own a sega saturn i wish they would have just remastered it already and put it on on the switch or something because i would have loved to play that dirty three dirty dwarfs game because it was a fun game plus a lot of other games but um yeah i guess uh now you can run the old version of uh, windows 98 on there and uh do some emulation to play some old school games and do some old school stuff and you can hook up a keyboard and mouse to it that's pretty cool you know using a super computer like that to play old stuff i'm all for it why not why not so Bayonetta 3, remember that? People have been wondering about Bayonetta 3 for a long time. I know I've been one of them. Even though I really didn't finish Bayonetta 1, I might replay it because uh, I had I played it on the Xbox 360 version and I just stopped at a certain point. I did like it. It was pretty good. But I found out there was an updated version of Bayonetta for the Xbox. So I, I'm going to get that version, the new one that it plays on the, that is for the series... Um, the xbox one version of it or whatever it's called called and i can play that and uh i never played bayonetta 2 but i could get it on the switch as well same with bayonetta 1 but um i would like to play bayonetta 3 and it is supposedly coming out on all platforms as well uh right it's is coming on all platforms right i thought it was um thought it was coming out on all platforms. No, it just says Switch. But eventually, I think Bayonetta 3 would be coming out on other platforms besides the Switch eventually. But um, I, I'm re- I'm excited for it. Uh, so uh, it is coming out from developer Platinum Games that it is coming out on October 28th is a release date. You can pre it's available for pre-order now. You can buy it on anything from for $59.99 or $60 from, you know, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, stuff like that. Bayonetta 1 is supposedly eventually getting a physical version on the Switch. And that's supposedly coming out on September 30th for $30. I guess I'm going to get that as well. I'll have to pre-order that. Let's see here. Let's go to Amazon here. 
no, I want Amazon.com. Thank you. I didn't want to do a search. Amazon.com. Let's go Bayo. Bayonetta. One. Switch. Okay, let's see if it's available for pre-order. Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 2, which is on a Switch here, which you can get the original Bayonetta digitally with that. Um, where's Bayonetta 1? Uh, unless it, you know, sometimes Amazon doesn't have this stuff updated. So... Sometimes it just doesn't uh, doesn't show up on their website, but eventually when it gets closer to September and September 30th, when Bayonetta 1 comes back out for the Switch, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Why not? I'll buy it. What the hell is that? Why is this playing anything? It's all oh, because it's GameSpot. Uh, that's right. GameSpot likes to turn on videos without your permission and play them. I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, October 28th is the release date. You can pre-order Bayonetta 3 now. It is coming out pretty soon-ish, if you think about it. It also has going to have a special family-friendly mode where I guess it blocks her from being totally almost naked and she has some specialized clothes that stick on her and stuff so you know native angel mode off native angel mode on so she has more stuff on or she has less stuff on i want to see her with less stuff on because i am a dirty dirty pervert gamer gamer pervert so um but basically the new uh mode native angel mode um will make it more appropriate for all ages and basically it just covers up bayonetta with more clothing and you don't have to worry about yeah i don't have no kids i don't care give me her in all her full glory but yeah bayonetta it's weird it's weird that certain people like me describe bayonetta as oh yeah a sex item yes she's sexualized she's a sex item people want to fuck her Sadly, but surely, just like Laura Croft, sex item. But strong women, sexy women, kicks a lot of ass, shoots a lot of enemies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Bayonetta 3, and then you can get Bayonetta 1. I'm going to get Bayonetta 1, I think, on the Switch as well, because I want to get Bayonetta 2. I should get that eventually as well. Like I said, I liked it. I just never got through it, so I got to get the first one on Xbox to... uh, beat it eventually so here's hoping uh xbox cloud streaming won't replace consoles says microsoft hmm didn't we hear that before from like nintendo when they said oh the nintendo ds will not replace the game boys and all that other stuff or the switch won't replace consoles and handhelds and it won't replace the 3ds and guess what everything usually does but actually i can understand if microsoft is really uh, bullish on this and they say that oh they still will have consoles to play games because 
the internet people and a lot of people like to say no no all these games are going to be played from the cloud there's not going to be consoles are going to go away just like disc-based media is going to go away it's all going to be digital and in the cloud and streamed and all this stuff and i'm like yeah yeah wake me up when that the era of the internet and um actual mm, hardware that it is actually always up and running is available yes so if I can go everywhere in a tunnel, underwater, in outer space and play a video game and still be able to use the internet, okay, I'm all for all that stuff. But until that day comes, I still want a, either a physical copy of a game, even though it has to be patched a lot of the times. But, you know, you got things like the Switch where it's a, on a cartridge, so there you go. And um, still, you got to download updates and stuff sometimes. But here's the thing. I want a dedicated console to play my games on. Sure, I got a gaming PC here, a super hardcore gaming PC right here in my office. But still, I like to have a dedicated console to play video games on. I always did and I always will. Doesn't matter how big or small it is. But I still want that for that extra power. And, you know, streaming isn't always the best with the lag and the pixelization and not looking the best it can look because unless if it's digitally on your console playing it to straight from your TV and you're going through the internet, yeah, I'd rather still have a console. And Microsoft also states that xCloud gaming is only an alternative to the console gaming, not a replacement for it because they believe it's just that added bonus so people can play on the go. So if you can't take your console and your favorite games of you, you can play them somewhere else a little bit. That's all it's for. And that's all it should be for. Until we get the best of the best internet, we all can handle like 10 gigabit connections here that we can play our 4K games uninterrupted through our fiber pipes to each of our consoles and all the servers in Microsoft and... and um xcloud and uh azure and sony which i think they still use azure and everybody else gets to be so powerful and robust that we don't have to worry about it because it just instantly gets to us then sure that'll be the time i say okay stream my games but that time ain't here yet and that time is going to take a long time to come because guess what we got corporations out there people we got Hmm? What is that? What do we got? What do we got out there, folks? What is it? Huh? Huh? Monopolies! Yes, and I'm not talking about the board game either, even though it's fun, and I've been actually playing a little bit of Monopoly, but only a little bit on my Switch. I love to play the video game version of it. So that's the game's news, folks. That's what's been going on in the game's news. Um, Things that I've got to talk about, like I said... I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's all I've been playing. That's all I've been doing uh, for the whole week. And I've been... Finally, I got farther in the game. I've been doing a lot of the side quests on my stream, of course. You can watch that at juju2cast.com. Or you could go to youtube.com slash juju2cast to watch the ninth episode of Yakuza Like Me as I play Yakuza Like a Dragon. Or you could go to twitch.tv um, slash juju2cast and watch me live on... On, twi- on, bleh, on twitch.tv slash dot tv slash gg2cast and watch me live at, on Fridays at 8pm Eastern time to watch me play Yakuza Like a Dragon and 
for the almost four hours that I play of it, yes, I, I've been playing a lot of it, doing a lot of the side quests, um, fun side quests, earning money from uh, Ichiban Holdings, easy money. And I've been going to that vocational school and earning a lot of degrees, a lot of uh, passing a lot of exams and boosting up my cred, Ichiban's cred and stuff to make him more powerful and stuff in the game. Thanks to, you know, looking on the internet and cheating. Because some of those questions you just would never get unless if you looked it up on the internet. Unless if you're a super genius. But having fun with that stuff. so And that's all I've been doing. Sure, the game is going in full bore. Uh, we, you know, we're going ahead. We're going into this so-called Omni versus the Juin... The Jin... The Jin Juin... I can't even say them. <laughs> Jin Juin... The, Yaku, the, the Yakuza 3. Or what they're called. The <laughs> uh, But, uh... Yeah, it, it's been, this game has been fun, and I am glad that I'm having fun with it, because like I said, I never thought this JRPG, I was like, ooh, I'm not good at JRPGs and stuff. You know, I try to play Final Fantasies all the time, and I suck at them, but I don't know, I really want this to work, and it worked. I learned all this stuff, I'm very good in this, in playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, and I've been having fun. So, they got me, they got me hooked, folks. So I'm going forward with the game and, you know, I'm way up there in the chapters. So, yeah, watch it. It's fun. Play it. Play that game. I still like my all my other Yakuza games. I still like my Judgment games, but ooh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is pretty good. I, I'm, I'm into the Ichiban people. Mm-hmm. He, he's a fun character. Um, What else? Got my Joy-Cons back. Uh, from repair already that was quick holy shit that was a quick that like it was not even a week and i got them back meaning they probably have a whole bunch of joy cons already ready fixed and patched and all that stuff at the at the place and they just throw them in a box and they ship them out to you depending on whoever they are and you know they're not officially my joy cons and stuff and they just ship them back to me and they're going to work on mine, etc., etc. So I got some Joy-Cons. I tried them out. They look, they seem to be working just fine. I still might buy another set of Joy-Cons eventually because I would like to. Because who knows how long these will last. Because I know these people, when they repair them, they're overworked, underpaid. And these things sometimes keep breaking because these Joy-Cons suck. Even though Nintendo the dance the charge seventy bucks for them half the time, but you know they're not the best controllers out there. I'm sorry to say, Nintendo, you you charge a premium for something that it doesn't work as well, and you still haven't fixed that darn problem. But you could, but you don't. Whatever. But I got them back. They seem to work. All I've been playing on my Switch recently was uh, Monopoly. Go figure. Irony in that. <laughs> Uh, let's see, E3 2023 is going to be happening, I guess, next year. We'll wait and see how that goes. We'll see if anybody joins in. Maybe Microsoft will probably join in. I don't know about anybody else. I doubt Sony and Nintendo will. EA, they've been off that grid for a while, but is it going to be a decent E3 or is it going to be a shitty E3? I don't know. I hate to say it, 
But I wish E3 wouldn't die, but, you know, after these companies said, hey, we're going to just show our stuff our own ways, and we've been doing it through videos, why pay all that millions and millions of dollars to go there when we can do it all remote and on our own terms and, you know, in the Internet age right now? And plus, the games aren't coming out. They're still working on them. So they usually don't want to get take the time out to take make a demo, a game demo to put out to show on the show floors and stuff. It's just, you know, holding them back. So, yes, I can understand if E3 isn't going to work well next year. Plus, Keeley, Jeff Keeley, he's still going to want to do his uh, Summer of Keeleys. So they got to compete with against that as well. Doesn't matter if uh, this year at E3, 2023 is being um, going to be run so-called or orchestrated by a third party that does stuff like packs and all that stuff. I forgot their name, but they do packs and all the other trade shows and stuff. But and how long are they going to stick around? Maybe the the ESA is going to play hardball with these guys, and then they're going to drop out like everybody else has. And they're going to tell them to go fuck themselves because they're making some impossible demands and stupidity because they don't think of anything else but money, 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 money. Go figure. You got this so-called internal regulated government, non-government, government, I don't know, body between, you know, the game industry, games industry and uh, they just want all these publishers' money and they're not really doing anything. They're doing jack squat and... They're not even doing a good job of, you know, promoting the games industry as a whole. They're not like how the NRA, yeah, the NRA with guns and all that, that industry's full hog. They promote a lot of shit. Even though you've been seeing all these shootings and all this stuff, it's not stopping people from buying guns and stuff in the country and all the other shit that's going on. And they're biggest shit. But you got something like the ESA and they're not fucking doing damn shit and they're run by people that i think don't understand how the industry works which is sad i don't know why i think that but i think that's true they're out of touch so will e3 2023 happen next year will i be doing uh some podcasting for that i don't know Maybe I'll just be doing my Microsoft thing. Maybe something else. Maybe Ubisoft and something else. Because even Ubisoft this year didn't have any presentations. You know. They haven't been doing their events or anything. So. Who knows? Who knows? Because there's still got a war going on. And you've got this still called COVID going on. That's still scaring people because they're crazy. They got the monkeypox going around, you know, those people are like, oh no, now the monkeypox are going around. Give me a fucking break, people. Give me a fucking break. Microsoft's still also going, like, one of the only people going to Gamescom as well, which is funny, because a lot of them pulled out. Microsoft's still going there, doing their thing there. Microsoft seems to be, like, the only company that's actually going out places and doing things and trying you know, little by little, while other people are hanging back, other companies are hanging back going, oh, no, not us. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see in 2023 if E3 2023 happens or not. Anywho, I'll still be off on my vacation, my birthday E3-ish vacation. That's why I used to take my vacations because it's always been my birthday. It's always been the E3. 
it's sad because I loved I love E three. I lo- I loved and love E three. Even though I never been there personally, I loved watching it on TV back in the day and Tech TV when it was Tech TV or G four after. And then it was just stuffed through giant bomb and stuff, and now it's like, oh, everything I love goes away. <laughs> oh. Um, final thing to talk about before we end the show, like I said, semi-short show. Uh, during this uh, upcoming August slash September time frame, I haven't decided yet. Um, I will probably have an extended, a little bit of an extended podcation vacation coming up for the final summer fix-ups of my house you know doing a lot of house stuff going on and uh uh, working on windows stuff like that working on maybe um new gutter in the front maybe some other stuff taking some time off let some stories and some gaming news uh, build up so that's going to be all my podcasts that i do you know, my Juju 2 cast, audio cast, and this podcast. Plus, on top of it, I still will be streaming on Fridays for my, uh, you know, if it's still Yakuza Like Me series or if I just do some game-ons or something, I will still be doing streaming game live game streaming on Fridays. So this is just going to be for podcasts. So when I figure out what exactly, what wh- how, how many weeks, what days, etc., etc., goes on, I will update you guys, let you on the know, and we'll go on from there. So, 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 I think that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode, even though it was a bunch of me ranting, talking, stuff like that. Not much, like I said, in the world of games. Uh, Like I said before, visit me on my website, juju2cast.com, for anything that and all that is video games and podcasts and such which are also not about video games there are video game podcasts there's a non-video game podcast that i do and um videos that i post up video game wise or not and uh go to youtube.com slash juju2cast for all my video archives of all the videos i've ever uploaded go to twitch.tv slash juju2cast on fridays at 8 p.m eastern time and you can watch me live stream my games. Join in, chat with me, you know, chat, talk to me. I shall hopefully talk back and um, or watch it after the fact. So I'm Mr. Mike. This has been the Games Attack Audio Cast. Thank you for listening. Say, I am saying game on, game hard, world conquest. I'm pushing this gaming button. The show is now officially game over.